All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of We Create Music TV. I am B. Vaughn, of course, your host. Man, today we got a great guest today. My man, president and head of publishing at Bounce Gang, Hayden THC. Y'all give it up for Hayden. What's good? What's good? Yo, man, what's good? Oh, man, I'm good. It's it's nice and uh, 48 degrees now here in uh, in Atlanta, you know. So oh, that's nice. I'm not dealing with <laughs> what, what some of the Midwest folks like yourself are probably dealing with at this time, but it's good. How about you? Yeah, man, it's uh, it's like 19 degrees here in Nashville. It's uh, I'm like I'm legit snowed and iced in. Like I had mm. every intention of being at the studio for this, but um, I'm kind of stuck at home. So uh, here we are, man. But uh, happy that my because uh, we lost power last night. So happy my power's back on. Oh, Got man. the heat going. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay, so that's one thing I don't have is in my lower in the first floor. I don't have any heat. The, the heater went out this today. Oh, yesterday. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. So we had to get the guy to come yeah. over and do all his mojo jojo today. But yeah, it's going to cost some bread to kind of get it fixed. But anyway, Yikes. man, but uh, I'm glad you're safe. You're not out there on the street, you know, kind of skidding around. So, but yeah, man, let's man. get into it. Let's get into it. Yes, sir. So kind of walk us uh, for all of those who will be tuning in. Just walk us through mm-hmm. your musical journey. Yeah, man. Shoo. Um Man, let's see. Uh, I think music's been a part of my life as early as I can remember. Um, I know, uh, you know, sometimes, um, you know, uh, pregnant women will have like, they'll pay like Beethoven or Mozart, like up to their womb to make the child like really intelligent and stuff like that. My mom did that, except it was like Janet Jackson. So like, so, uh, and this is how I turned out. So um, yeah, man. I, uh, I grew up listening to a lot of like Motown, a lot of funk, um, and then kind of that kind of transitioned into a lot of like uh, old school hip hop, like, um, you know, Sugar Hill Gang, like Run DMC and that stuff. And, um, you know, and then as I kind of grew and um, I got really into, um, you know, like 90s, like golden era boom bap type of stuff and just and got really into like, um, I guess, like underground uh hip-hop from that so like Mm -hmm. all throughout most of growing up like i was like that like underground backpacker hip-hop kid you know it was all just like oh you know all this like you know commercial rap is is whack you know all like Mm -hmm. real hip-hop stuff like that and so um uh you know as i started to grow and and kind of i think expand my uh you know, musical taste. I just kind of realized I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of different types of music that wasn't that that I really liked. And uh, finally, once I got into college, I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> if there's music that I like, then I, uh, I'm just gonna like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just gonna roll with it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, music's always been a big part of my life. And then um, I think when I was in maybe middle school, um, mm. yeah, probably like seventh or eighth grade, um, there. Of course, like all my friends were wanting to start bands and stuff like that, and so mm. uh, I just want to be I just want to be included, right? So, like, of course, everyone's like, all my friends were like, yeah, well, I'm gonna be the singer, like, I'm gonna be the guitar player, I'm gonna be the drummer. Nobody wanted to be the bass player. I guess the <laughs> bass player, was, like, always at that time, I guess everybody thought like the bass player was always like the loser who got like no chicks mm. or anything like that. So mm. I just want to be included. So I was like, all right, I'll learn the bass, I'll play the bass. 
And so, <laughs> so um, I got uh, started getting bass lessons when I was uh, in uh, seventh grade. And um, yeah, man, ever since then, it's just like I've just been, you know, doing music. And then um, that kind of evolved into, you know, I, I started doing that. I started rapping around the same time. Um, and then um, I kind of got into, you know, this is before, you know, like YouTube was really a thing. And you know, you could just search for beats easily online. So I was just like, mm -hmm. I don't know anybody. That I didn't know about anybody that made beats. And so I was just like, well, I mean, I got to have some beats to rap to. So that's when I started, um, you know, picking up producing and, um, you know, really fell in love with it. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, man, fast forward to um, to today, man. And I've, I've been, um, you know, producing, writing, uh, performing to various degrees. Uh, Gosh, probably like, uh, like uh, fifteen years, like fourteen, fifteen years to some oh, degree. Wow. Now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I started taking it. You know, I think it was always something that I never really um, took as seriously as like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna really go for this. I'm gonna have this mm. be my career. Probably to like 2016 was when I was really just like, because I, I think I was I was never like that sure of myself. I always, you know. I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm good enough, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then finally I was just like, you know what? Like, I love this. I love this more than anything else. And it's the one thing that makes me, you know, really happy and that I really feel fulfilled. Like when I'm doing music and working on music. So I was just like, man, you know what? Like I've, I've had, I had all this, you know, I, um, I owned and operated a food truck for a while and I was doing okay. that. Nice. Yeah. 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 And so like, um, and it was great, but it was just like, it, it was always like I had to sacrifice time from that to do music mm. or sacrifice, you know, um, time for music to do that. Mm -hmm. And it was this constant, like, you know, so finally it got to the point, you know, in 2016 where I was just like, you know what, I can always start another food truck again. Cause I know how to do that. But like, I've never really been like, you know what I'm throwing, I'm going all in on music. Like I'm really just, mm. I'm going for it. And so, um, yeah, man, uh, kind of like towards the end of 2016, I'm just like, you know what, let's go. And then that's when I really started. That's when things started to really shift for me, where I really started to take things like super serious and got mm -hmm. more involved, like uh, on the business side and with like learning. Um, Cause I think the thing for me too, is like, I've, I've had, um, you know, I've had a lot of experiences um, in the music industry and not a lot of great ones, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> and, and it was, and I've, and I've learned True. from those experiences. And so mm -hmm. it was just kind of like, you know, I mean, I went to school for like audio engineering and music business. Um, and I, um, you know, I think through that I did learn some, but I think I learned a lot more from just, you know, getting out there and experiencing everything. And so that kind of prompted me to really kind of dig more, more into the business side. And, um, I think just cause at the end of the day, I'm just like, I just don't want people to have to go through like all the stuff that I went through. Um, like I just, I want to, if anybody could like avoid a lot of the problems that I've experienced or like the bad mm -hmm. deals that I've signed and stuff like that. I think it's like, you know, I just got really, you know, just passionate about wanting to help people. And I think that's when, mm -hmm. you know, um, through, um, you know, through iStandard, I ended up getting linked in with, um, a lot of the guys in, uh, bounce gang, which, mm -hmm. um, for a while we were just, you know, like a writer producer crew. And then kind of like during quarantine, we really like, we decided we wanted to take this to a whole nother level and really like do something, bigger than just hey let's just create some dope beats <laughs> you know like let's <laughs> let, let's really right. do something for people because like we're just sitting around you know we have all this time during quarantine it's just like 
you know, let's do something with it. So we ended up um, starting a, a distribution pub admin and multi-channel marketing company. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and I just, um, I've always really um, liked publishing, I think mostly because it's something that kind of clicked for me. I kind of understood it when I think a lot of people around me had a harder time kind of understanding mm-hmm. some of the ins and outs and how that works. And so for me, it was really more so just like, yo, like I want to make sure we're all like getting all of our money. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that was, right. hey. that was really it. That's what the money is. And so, yes, sir. And so like, it was just one of those things where I'm like, yo, like we're leaving money on the table if we're not like taking care of this stuff. So it kind of prompted me to just really dig in and just do a lot more research and learn a lot. And, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've had my own kind of publishing situations um, that I've kind of, um, you know, learn from. And then that's when I'm just like, um, you know, I actually came to the team and I was just like, you know, I've been helping people like, you know, do like handle their publishing and stuff like that. It's like, you know, that might be something that we could, you know, do for people that we could help people as a company. And so, yep. So I just kind of took on that role, man, and just been going ever since. And, um, yeah, just, uh, I guess, long story slightly less long <laughs> that's that's kind of how i got started <laughs> and to where i am today oh yes yeah, that's, that's awesome man that's awesome i mean there was so much in there that that i want to go back and kind of touch on so yeah. so for you how was that transition uh so for you in, from 2016 just you said that's when you get really got started and you really got yeah. focused on doing uh doing music i mean how was that transition kind of talk about that uh and how that kind of played itself out because i know a lot of times people just it's not easy to say, oh, you know, I quit my job and I'm just going to do music full time. You know, so, so how did that how did that play itself out for you? Yeah, um, honestly, man. Um, so. Interestingly enough, so I got linked in with um, this uh, homie of mine. Um, his name is Cookbook. He's in a group called L.A. Symphony. And um, I actually worked on him with his, uh, yeah, I've worked with him on his most recent album, which was super dope. But he was actually doing this um kind of like goal accountability type of program because he does some life Mm. coaching as well and so i got involved with that and and one thing like through that process i really kind of got i really whittled down like you know what are my goals and and i and you know he taught me about like you know smart goals Mm. which i'm not sure if you're familiar with smart goals it's basically an acronym that stands yeah yeah yeah. so it's oh i am (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, no. So I highly recommend you guys, um, for yeah. any of y'all out there, if y'all haven't checked out Smart Goals, um, that changed my life uh, straight oh, up. Yeah. Like I, um, and it was one of those things where I think you know, going through that process, I kind of realized I'm just like, you know what? Like I've got to, you know, I've, I don't know. It was just, it was one of those things where I'm just like, you know what? Like if I don't do this, if I don't give myself this this opportunity to really mm-hmm. go for what I want. It's like, I'm going to be sitting there just the whole time, just being, you know, like, what if, you know? And I think I see too, I think that's one of those things that like, I, I look a lot of my, you know, a lot of my family, a lot of other people that I grew up around. It's just like, you know, a lot of them had dreams. They had things they wanted to do, but it's like, you know, from either like expectations, like from their family or just, you know, fear or all these other things, they were just kind of like, I don't know. They just kind of, I guess, got more quote unquote, like, uh, practically minded or something. And Mm -hmm. so, and it was, and I just see a lot of them, you know, just, and, and even my mom, for example, like, I mean, she, she acted all throughout growing up and she um, won some awards acting even in high school and stuff like that. She she always wanted to be an actress, but 
you know, never did. And, and mm-hmm. I, and I, and I still see where she's at and she's just now starting to change some stuff in her life where she could start to pursue that again. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, for me, I, I, I think looking at that, I'm just like, you know, I don't want to be, you know, in like, you know, my forties or fifties or something like that. And just yeah. still have like never, never gone after my dreams or never pursued yeah. any of this stuff. So, so I think for me, it was, it was just one of those things where I kind of, I, I was not happy. I think 2016 was a big year for me. Like I had gotten out mm. of a really serious relationship that I wasn't happy in that. I think I was kind of like, I kind of lost myself a little bit in that. And, um, you know, I was, I was doing a lot. Um, that just wasn't making me happy. And I think it was just the, the, I just, I had to, you know, and I, I think it was a, I think because of that, I got involved with that kind of a uh, goal setting meeting with, with my homie cookbook. And then that kind of really made me understand like, you know what, it's music, you know what I'm saying? Like this music stuff is what makes me happy. And, um, and I think for me in some weird ways, I guess I'm mm-hmm. fortunate that I haven't, you know, cause I've, I mean, I've been, there've been like two times in my life where I've been homeless. Like I've been mm. dead broke and horrible debt. And I've, you know, I've had a lot of like actually low key, really traumatic stuff happen to me in my life. And I think, but on the plus side, it's kind of, I think going through those experiences and coming through the other side has made mm-hmm. me realize like, you know, you know what, like I can get through anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if I have to Got struggle, it. even if I have to do, you know, you know, I, I know my work ethic and I know mm-hmm. that I can make it through whatever. And I think because I know those things based on everything I've gone through in my life, it's just like, you know, for me, it's just like, I can, I can do it. I just got to really just go for it. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, it took me a long time again. Like this whole process to me to get to that point where I was just like, yes, all in on music. I mean, it was like mm-hmm. a year. It was like a whole wow. year of just real soul searching and just figuring out like, all right, you know, I guess for me, I'm not, I'm the type of person where if I'm going to do something, like I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just kind of, I gotta just, um, I don't know. I just, I just can't just like half-ass like a bunch of little things. Mm -hmm. That's just not, um, I just, for me, I'm like, if I'm going to do something, like I really take it on and own it and do it. So this is one of those things where I was like, yeah, I'm going to take this on and own it and do it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You got, I mean, if you're going to put your mind to it, you got to do it, you know, two things that you said in there that I want to comment on. So the first one is I think you learned some of the biggest lessons from being homeless. Oh man. I don't, I don't wish homelessness on anybody, but I think some of the biggest lessons come through that, especially from the mindset that if, when you come out of it and then you become, I guess, way better off than you were before, then you know, I can do, I can do anything because I was at my lowest. And now I'm at this particular point and is this point may not even be my highest, but it is way higher than where I was before, because I remember in 2000, me and my family were homeless and yeah. like we were in Virginia. I mean, we were sleeping in our Jeep homeless. I mean, sleep homeless, homeless, like, yeah. trying to figure out, hey, uh, can I get a couple of dollars? Uh, I need to feed the f- like homeless, homeless. And I think if I look back from 20 from 2000 to 2021. Wow. Like we've, at, I mean, I'm sitting here doing interviews and stuff now. I got all this equipment in here. Like, I think I still think back and go, man, we were at our lowest point. But I think mm-hmm. through that, as you said, you know, you developed the mindset that I can make it through and I can do, I can do anything, you know? And I yeah. think, now go ahead. You can comment on that if you want to. Oh yeah. No, I was just going to say, man, I mean, it's, it's one of those. So like, 
the the first time that that happened was like not so um cuz i originally grew up in like gulf shores alabama and okay. so um what happened was in 2004 hurricane ivan came and mm-hmm. hit the island like dead on and so um our house got completely destroyed like wow. we lost pretty much like everything that we own so like i mean we were for a couple weeks you know what i'm saying it was basically just what we had like mm-hmm. in our car and that was it you know what i'm saying and it's like and you know for the next kind of you know little over a year or so like we um you know i mean we didn't have anything i mean fortunately some you know we got some donation like somebody donated like one of their spare air mattresses that like had like two of the chambers burst and i slept on that on the floor for like a year and it's like you know what i'm saying um and we didn't have anything but you know i still even in the midst of all of that it's like i was still able to enjoy life and make it through mm-hmm. and it's one of those things that kind of taught me that it's just like you know i don't really need a whole lot of just material things to be okay um uh, you know yeah. what i'm saying it's just like i can i can i can still you know make it through and be myself and find a sense of you know i mean because there were still some times when it's like i had fun and i enjoy myself even though mm-hmm. it's just like we had literally nothing and so it's right. like man and so yeah i mean it's it's just one of those things where it's like I think that lesson, even though, again, like kind of like what you said, I wouldn't wish that on anybody by any means, mm-hmm. but it's just like, it's a really powerful lesson. Cause again, just like kind of like what I said earlier, man, it's just like, yeah. I don't really have that fear. Cause I'm like, I've, if I've made it through this, like bring it on. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm and, so, and so now when challenges come your way, you're like, okay, cool. I got this because this challenge is not as hard as that. What I went through previously. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And I think the second thing you said in there, it was, was so crazy because yesterday my wife had us watch, uh, these two videos and the video was on uh, the f- the five the five something the five barriers or something the five something I'm looking at my tech guy like what was it about the five it was five something um, but but what it was what, what it really was about was how our beliefs shape what we truly do in life and out of those uh, actions stem our results right and so yeah. You know, whatever beliefs we may have about ourselves, about our environment, about society, we de- we develop these beliefs when we're young, and then we kind of, you know, make our way through life with these set of core beliefs. And you know, our beliefs lead to thoughts, our thoughts lead to feelings, our feelings lead to actions, our actions lead to results, which just reinforce our beliefs. But it just kind of reminded me when you're talking about your mom. And, and, and I don't know if that was her situation or not, but I do know it's a situation for a lot of people is that they have a certain belief about themselves. Oh, I don't know if I'm really good. I don't know if I can really do this or not. I don't know if I'll be really successful. And then that belief turns into their thoughts and their feelings, and then they kind of carry that through life. And then that's the result. Oh, see, I, t- see, I, I tried it and I see I didn't make it because I knew I just couldn't do it. You know, in the second video this dude talked about, it was the power of decision man and just how we have the ability to make a new decision in life and kind of change our own perspective and it's simple just make a new decision and based on that decision we can start to develop new thoughts feelings and actions i was like ah i mean it was it was great but it kind of reminded me of what you just said but um yeah fear yeah, is crazy dude. no i feel that and honestly i think for me one thing that helped was um you know i think um i'm very grateful that i've been in a position where i've you know done a lot of work on myself um you know with like therapy and a lot of a, a lot of other things 
um, and assistance with that. And um, one thing that I learned, um, and this is something I was in um, kind of a, a group therapy situation. And one of, one of my friends in there, I remember he said to me at one point, he said, you know, you can press the reset button at any time. Um, and that was really powerful. Like even, even just on my day, like even if I'm having a bad day, like I can just press the reset button and just decide to reapproach my day. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and that was something yeah, that was right. real. Yeah. And that was something that was really powerful. And I think for me, as far as like, and even those beliefs kind of like what you were talking about as well, like that's so powerful. I mean, like, look, if you, if you go on, <laughs> if you go on streaming services right now and search Hayden THC, you're pretty mm -hmm. much going to find like one thing, um, on our, uh, cause bounce game, we just released a uh, bounce from minerals volume one, but that, that's actually mm -hmm. the first real thing that I have is myself because like, yeah, I, I, again, saw, you know, Midi, I saw Midi monster. I posted that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, cause uh, he's on there as well. And, um, yeah, so we, um, so <laughs> I mean, I've, and you know, I told you earlier, like, I mean, I've been rapping since I was like in early middle school and it was just one of those things where it's like, like you said, because I had that belief inside mm -hmm. of myself i had that belief of just like you know what like i'm not you know i can't do this like i can't you know like i'm i'm not good enough like i don't there's not a place for me here and all that stuff and so finally it's like i've finally gotten to the point like lately in the past like year or so where i've really started to like work on my own music and do some of those things because it's like again i mean it's 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 a journey and it's a lot and i think especially if you know we're raised in or come from environments where you know you're kind of surrounded with that belief mm -hmm. of like, you know, you can't really do this or like, you know, be realistic and stuff like that. Like I remember when I, you know, was going to college, like for, you know, audio engineering and music business. And like, you know, I had family members and people just trying to talk me out of it. They're just like, well, you're wow. so smart. You know, they're just like, well, you're so smart. Like, why don't you just try to be like a doctor or like a lawyer? And I'm like, first of all, I'm not going to be a doctor because blood, the side of blood makes me pass out. So that's off, off the table, like off rip. Like, <laughs> like, off not rip, no. like my, my grandma really tried. Cause like, cause I'm actually like, I'm the first, uh, I'm the first like guy on my dad's side of the family to not go into healthcare at all. And, wow. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely got some pushback on that. <laughs> I'm sure um, you did. Honestly. Yeah, because, and that's the thing, like, my grandma was just trying to say, like, well, why, you're so smart, you have such good grades, like, why don't you want to be a doctor? And I'm just like, I mean, it's just not what I want, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, mm -hmm. that's not, I'm like, my heart's not there, like, I've got to do, you know, okay, you're like, yes, I do, have, I do have good grades, but, like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna apply my smarts and my good grades to what I'm trying to do with this that's music right. stuff, you know what hey. I'm it's just like, and, and it's, you know, and it's, and it's just like a lot of people don't understand it. And especially it's, mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of people, you know, I'm, I'm 29, a lot of people my age and a lot of people I went to school with, you know, it's like they got kind of their, you know, nine to five jobs. They mm -hmm. got their nice, like, white picket fence house, you know, with their, like, mm -hmm. little dog and their, like, two <laughs> children <laughs> and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, right. and they're like, all married and stuff. And it's like, you know, and I'm still out here grinding trying to get it you know what i'm saying and it's like i don't have any of those things but oh, man it's but cool. you do but you're doing stuff you love though i mean yeah a lot of people just like to just fit within society and society's expectations but you're doing exactly 
what you love to do. You know what I'm saying? And like, and you're reaping benefits from that and you're making a living from it. Like if you're doing what you got to do and you love it, psh, man, that's the life. Listen, man. And it's one of those things where it's like, uh, yeah, do I have a lot less security than them? Like probably, <laughs> nah, honestly, look, but I don't know. At, at the end of the day, man, it's like, so what? Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, I wake up every day and get to do what I love and I get, you know, and it's, it's really, and, and it's mm -hmm. something, I mean, honestly, it's something I, don't, I probably don't do enough. You know, it's, it's probably something I don't, I don't think that I step back and kind of, I'm just, you know, look, look at my life and be like, you know what? I get to wake up and do like music every day. You know what I'm saying? Like I get to, I get to, right. I get to help people. I get the chance to, to help artists, you know, get their money. Like I have the opportunity to, you know, create something that could be mm -hmm. meaningful to somebody else, you know? And that's right. just like, and that to me, man, like that's, it's pretty dope and pretty amazing. And I think it's something that, um, I think it's Again. easy to get caught up in, in the day to day. And I, I know I don't do that for myself enough. So for sure. So, so let me ask you this. So when you wake up in the morning, who do you, who do you answer to? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, honestly, uh, so, uh, really our, uh, uh, Sizz. Well, besides uh, Sizz. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never, Sizz. Yeah, because he's <laughs> technically my boss, but like at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we, we, we own this right, bounce right. game stuff together. So at the end of the day, I mean, it's, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm self-employed. So it's, right. you know, and that's something that's, um, you know, really dope and also really, um, you know, it's, it's not, I will say that it might not be the life for everybody, mm -hmm. um, but it's definitely the life for me because at the end of the day, it's like, it's, it's like a, it's a, it's like a double-edged sword, right? Because mm -hmm. on the plus side, you know, you, your success, you making it, you know, you, um, you know, getting to wherever you want to get to with what you're trying to do, that's up to you. You know what I'm saying? It's not, you know, you're not you know, um, you don't have some, you know, boss or somebody like that who can, you know, tell you, you know, oh no, we don't like your idea or corporate doesn't approve. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, it's, it's on you. It's look, up to you. <laughs> look, look, I know. Cause I still working nine to five. Look, I know, I know. Like I wake up every morning and I got a boss who tells me what to do, what not to do, who are, is in control of my employment. And like, if, if, and at any moment, I'd be like, man, forget that. I ain't doing what you tell me to do. Oh, what? You're not? Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Right? <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah. But for somebody, you know, I had a, we had a conversation on uh, Clubhouse a couple mm. days ago with somebody. And uh, matter of fact, with um, Matt B and uh, Angela Benson, but the, we were talking okay. about, we were talking about behind the music, uh, behind the music, oh, beyond the music. And should somebody yeah. sign with a label or with, you know, stay independent? And I'm all for independent. Like, I, I like labels, but I'm often independent. And my my reason why is creative freedom and ownership. Yeah. Like you are in charge. You don't have to have somebody else telling you this is what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, where you're going to do it. You're your own boss. And I just love that. And that's what I'm working towards is that I, I'm figuring out how to be my own boss, you know, through yeah. through this, through this whole We Create Music TV thing. But uh, yeah, I think it's a comfort and joy to wake up every morning and you you are the boss and you can dictate your life for yourself. 
Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, so it's like, so that's definitely the plus side, but like the other side of that double-edged sword is that also like your success is completely up to you though. You know <laughs> that's, what I'm right. Saying? Like, that's right. Cause like you really like the level of like the level of grind and hustle you got to have mm-hmm. is like, it's a lot. And the thing is, is it takes time. Like it takes mm. consistent grind and hard work to really like, you know, create you know what i'm saying when you're when you're mm-hmm. building something round up from scratch man it's like it like it that's work that's a level of work that again yeah. it's just like you know i mean not not necessarily trying to hate on anybody but it's just like some people just aren't willing to put in that level of work at the They're end not. of the day and it's and it, and that's what it takes i mean you know what i'm saying but the thing is like if you are willing to put in that work man it's like i you know i've spent i think most of my adult life uh self-employed you know because even before i was doing music you know doing the food truck and you know i mean i did that for uh, almost six years yeah like six years and like even that you know what i'm saying it's just like it's a whole nother level of um you know grind dedication and it's tough man because i'm not gonna lie like you know when you make those mistakes and it really like hit your pocketbooks like that. It's like, cause even, even with my food truck, it's like, if we had a bad day on the food truck, guess what? My employees were still getting paid, but that, you know, that, right. that L was, that, that, that L was coming out of my paycheck. Come on, you know? That's right. <laughs> and so it's like, it's, it's tough, man. But like, at the end of the day, it's just like, I've gotten to experience and do so many great things. And it's just, you know, like, yeah. I just, I think, you know, just being able to create something, you know, out of nothing and just be able to mm-hmm. wake up and really just kind of be my own boss is really, um, it's dope. And again, and honestly, for, for kind of like what you were saying, man, as far as like, you know, on the, on the music tip and just being independent. And that's like why I'm so like, I'm so pro like mm-hmm. independent creators because like, look, man, like we're, we're in 2021, right? We have the internet, like we can reach billions of people. You got it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like if you really like, I mean, even just as an artist, like the amount of hardcore like fans, because what is it? The rule of a thousand, I think I believe it is mm. where it's like if you really have like a thousand hardcore fans, we're going to rock with you, you know, like buy your stuff, mm-hmm. like get your merch, come to your shows. It's like, I mean, that's enough to like, you know, at least like pay your bills. You know what I'm saying? And it's like and you're telling me in this world of billions of people like that you can't find just like a couple of thousand of them to really True. rock with you like that. I'm still like, trying. <laughs> hey man, and the thing about it though is that like it, it, it's not easy because the problem is no, like because you got this giant ocean of people, you know what I'm saying? It's like finding those right people and finding your target mm-hmm. market and who really rock with you is, you know, it's definitely a little bit more of a challenge and it's definitely something yeah, that yeah. takes a lot, of, a lot of work, but it's something that, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if, but the, the great thing about it is, is that like you know you can you can dictate that you can create that and and the thing about it and again it's just like there are times in in my personal opinion where you know signing to a label may be beneficial to somebody but the i think the thing that a lot of people don't really see is um people always see the success stories right they always see the times when it works out well for somebody but they don't see the other like 10 other times that it you know like screws over somebody's career like i know a lot of people and in fact i've been um you know my first 
I guess, major uh, project that I worked on back in like 2012. It was with a pop artist. And, um, you know, everything looked like, you know, everything looked like it was rolling. You know, like we mm-hmm. were on, like, we had like, we were working on, We it was um, me and one of my homies were working with this um, producer who had produced a lot of stuff for like uh, Monica and stuff back in the day. Mm-hmm. And like, like the three of us were basically his production team. And then he had like, he was working with like Beyonce stagecoach. He had this tour lined up. Like he had a role in like a lifetime movie lined up. Like all mm. this stuff was like ready to go. So to me, of course, I'm just like, Oh snap. Like, right. this is it. Like to me, in my mind, I was thinking like, this is my ticket in. So like I put all my eggs into this basket, but the problem was, is at what I didn't know at the time is that he had actually signed like a really, really, really bad deal. And so long story short, you know, that album that I, you know, co-produced a lot of the tracks on um, basically got shelved, you know, and it's like he had such a bad experience wow. from everything. Like he doesn't even really do music anymore. Mm. And um, it's really sad because he was probably to this day, probably one of the most gifted songwriters and um, just um, singers uh, as far as for like pop music that like I've ever uh-huh. met. Like there, there's one of the songs of the album that like I I'm being dead ass serious here. Like if that song came out today, like that would easily, I think that could be a billboard, like top 10 hit. It was that good. And like, and I don't say that about a lot of things, but I'm really that serious. And it's like, Mm. unfortunately, like the world's never going to get to hear that. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. that, and, 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 you know, people are never going to get to see really like how dope he is. And to me, it's so like, it's just so sad because it's like, again, like, I mean, it's, you know, it's not just him too. I mean, like, even for me, like I was in a situation, like I was, um, you know, I got in a bad situation with Epic records back in like, um, I think, uh, 2018 or 2019. And, you know, it's like, I worked on a bunch of stuff that is never going to see the light of day. Um, you know, which is unfortunate, but again, it's just like, it's, it's one of those things where again, a lot of people only people see the times when it works out well and they think Mm -hmm. like, Oh, well then that, Oh, well, this this is what this really famous person did, and that worked out well for them. So, you know, and I think too, a lot of times it's like a lot of times people see it as like, I don't know, I call it like the American Idol mentality, where it's like people <laughs> feel like if they just get if they just get in front of that right person mm. or they get their music heard by these right people, then they'll get signed to this deal, they'll get all That's this right. money, they're gonna blow up. And then everything's going to be amazing and life, they're going to be famous and all this money and life's going to be great. And it's just like, nah, fam. And again, that, that, that does happen for a very, very small, like subset of people. But like the rest of that giant pie is all people who have gotten like Mm -hmm. totally screwed over. I mean, even, um, it was, um, Cause you know, I, I live here in Nashville and, um, you know, big machine records, which was Taylor Swift's old label, um, is here. And one thing that they were notorious for doing is they were notorious for signing acts that looked and sounded somewhat similar to Taylor, Taylor? and then shelf- shelving them. them Taylor. Yeah. And so it's like, I remember I seeing, that. there was a, I hate that. There, was, there was a friend, there was a friend of mine who like, I saw, she posted this, this Instagram picture of like, I guess her and a bunch of other <laughs> bunch of other female artists who were at this table signing their record contract to big machine and it was like like it was like big blondes big dreams big machine and i was just like looking at that and i'm just like oh no like you don't like do you not see like what's happening here like and sure enough 
I think wow. ever came out. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, and it's sad, but the thing is, is like people sad. don't see that. People don't nope. see that and they don't understand that. So just like for me, like I'm super, I'm like, yo, being able to have the freedom and being able to get mm-hmm. to that point, like yes, it takes more time. Yes, it takes more work, but you have the opportunity to not have that happen to you. You know what I'm saying? Like you, mm-hmm. you don't run that risk. Like you can, your success is on you. And that's the thing. I think a lot of people just don't, you know, I think a lot of times they see, you know, Oh, I get this money. I get all this stuff, you know, not realizing that the terms of this deal are bad or not realizing that, you know, they're about their, you know, their career might be totally ruined from signing this contract. You know, it seems great at first. And so I, I just, for mm-hmm. me, I'm like, I'm, I'm just about, I'm like, yo, like you really, and that's what we're trying to do with bounce gang. I mean, it's just like, mm. we're trying to buy like all the tools and resources and be like, yo, like all these things that you really think that you need, like a mm-hmm. major label. It's like, you can get them yourself and we can help you do that. And so that's why, like, I'm really passionate about doing that just because, again, it's just like I just don't want to see that happen to somebody else where it's like, right. you know, they like, you know, quit or there's some like, you know, or they have their career put on hold or they're just in like indefinite limbo at some like label or publishing company because mm. like, you know, just because of a, a bad deal or a bad situation. And it's just like, man, right. like that's that's the worst. So, right. um, yeah, that's. That's the worst. That's the worst, man. So, so, so let's switch gears for a second. Let's talk about yeah. that. Let's talk about bounce game and let's yeah. talk about what your mission and vision is and what you offer uh, to music creatives uh, that helps them to kind of further their music career. So let's talk about yeah. some of those things. Yeah, man, a hundred percent. And kind of, kind of like what I was saying earlier, you know, it's just like we we all came together as like, as creatives, you know, like writers, producers, artists, and you know, for us, we had all, I mean, you know, some of the experiences that I share with myself, it's like, you know, I'm by no means alone in that. And definitely, um, you know, not like, you know, a lot of people on my team have had those experiences as well. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we saw that it's just like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of us have been having problems with like, you know, some of the other distro companies out there. So we're just, mm-hmm. so we look, we're just like, what would it take for us to actually like do this ourselves and to take, you know, this distribution piece into our own hands. And then same thing with the publishing, you know what I'm saying? And then same thing, you know, later with like the multi-channel marketing, it's just like, you know, how can we go like, cause the thing is, we're just like, you know, these labels, these distributors, I mean, they have to be going to somebody like they have to be doing something. So how are they doing mm. this? You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing where it's just like, let's just go straight to the source here. Right. And so, and that's, that's at the end of the day, what we did. And so, um, you know, we wanted to provide something, you know, something that's fair, that's equitable, and that's um, affordable. Because one thing, too, we realize is like, you know, a lot of these other companies are charging all this money for something that ultimately doesn't really cost them that, that much. You know what I'm saying? Like, not not nearly as much as they're, as they're charging. And so I think for us, it's, you know, we wanted to create something. We wanted to create something where it's just like, you know, because we're creatives, because mm-hmm. we know what it's like to be the artist, because we know it's like, we know it's like, you know, to all the other creators out there, it's basically just like, you know, we're y'all, like we get it. So we know what you need. And so that's mm-hmm. why like we came together. So it's like, you know, you know, whether or not it's just, it's just distribution, um, you know, 
or just pub admin. You know, we have a lot of other services too that we provide because like we, we, with some of our other packages, like we help, like for instance, like one thing a lot of people don't realize is like, if you want to qualify for charting on billboard or radio, you know, you have to register your songs on Nielsen SoundScan or with media base or BDS. Mm-hmm. And so BDS we, yeah. You know, mm-hmm, yeah. And that's the thing. It's just like, you know, we, we help do that. And um, even with the publishing, it's just like a lot of times people don't even realize, you know, they just maybe at most sign up as a songwriter with like ASCAP or BMI mm-hmm. and they just did that. They're like, just all right, like, that's it. I'm good. Yeah. It's just like, nah, fam. Like you've got like a whole other, like there's so much mm. um, out there that, and the thing that's crazy is like these royalties are being generated. Like all you really have to do is just make sure your stuff is registered in the proper places. And mm-hmm. um, the thing about it though, is a lot of people, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a headache. I mean, there's eight societies here just in the U S alone that you have to make sure you're registered with just to get all of your money, you know, not to mention globally, like internationally. And so, you know, what, what we do is we just make, we, we try to make it just really easy. It's like, you know, when you sign up with us, you just register your song just one time. And then we make sure it's registered everywhere and that you're getting your money from all these different places. Cause like I was in, um, um, I got a songwriting placement back in 2018 um, which was super dope. And I ended up getting a um, 50-50 co-pub deal with uh, Cobalt out of that, um, mm-hmm. which has been super dope. But like even, you know, and that put a lot of perspective because even so with Cobalt, I'm only getting half of all of my publishing. Even that half, my checks that I'm getting from Cobalt are easily like four times as much as my royalty checks I'm getting just from BMI as a writer. Mm. So it's like, and so if you if you do the math, that that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a that's a lot of money that again, mm-hmm. a lot of people just are leaving on the table or they don't think it's, you know, a big deal. But even that one song, I mean, over the course of you know, years has gotten me like, you know, multiple thousands of dollars. I mean, I'm not saying that as a flex, but I'm saying wow. that it's just like, you know, this is this is doable. Like you can really make money, you know, mm-hmm. from your music. It's just a matter of, you know, it's just it's but the problem is, is it's a lot, you know what I'm saying? Especially as an independent artist, it's a lot for you to handle by yourself. And so basically, you know, you, you do need a team, you know, you need a team of people mm-hmm. and we try to, you know, provide those tools and those resources and be, you know, be part of your team essentially, you know, because at the end of the day, it's like, you know, there's nothing, there's no reason why if you don't have, you know, super dope music and that work ethic and that grind, to get out there and get it why you can't be successful and make be making a living off this That's right. straight up yeah i mean i think it's yeah. kind of what you said i think a lot of people and i talk about it in my uh, other master type classes that i do is that a lot of time people want two things i don't think people want to do it because they're like oh man this is just too tough and so i'm just not going to do it or the other part is they may just be uneducated about the whole process and they may not even know like i know a lot of people that are dope artists and producers, and they just don't know how to go about the process of getting themselves set up for success with, and not even just the PROs, not even just PROs, right? And so yeah. we're talking about Harry Fox and yep. a whole bunch of other stuff, and people are just like, yeah. yeah, I don't know about that. Like, I don't, no. It, it, exactly, and the problem is, it's just like, you know, nobody's showing anybody, you know what I'm saying? Nope. It's just like, it's a lot of times people get in this weird crabs in a bucket mentality here in the music mm. industry where it's just mm. like, you know, in order to get mine, I, you know, I can't, you know, I got to make sure you don't get yours because I got to make sure I get mine. You know what I'm oh. saying? Where it's just like, oh. you know, and it's like, 
there's more than enough to go around for everybody. Like, honestly, like I truly believe that, you know, if you really want this and you really want this, um, as your career in your life, like there's a place for you, there is success for you out there. You know, it, it looks different for everybody, Mm -hmm. but I believe that that's out there and attainable for you. And, and, and it's just, and I think too, it's like a lot of people in the industry don't want (laughs) to, to, kind of give out a lot of this information because then there's some people oh, their whole oh. their whole career their whole oh. careers are, are based on basically like not sharing the information sharing that they information. have and taxing you for it you know what i'm That's saying right. it's just like they know oh they know they're just like you know what if people actually know this they'll realize how i'm not relevant or needed <laughs> so yeah. you know what i'm you saying so it's just like, let me let me withhold all these secrets you know what i'm saying and you gotta you gotta pay for them oh my gosh I talk about that all the time. I talk about the yeah. abundance versus scarcity mindset and how yes. the scarcity mindset is all about, you know, if you get this placement, then I may not. If you get this connection, I may not. If you get this deal, I may not. And so people, and I, and I do agree, it's a lot of people within the music industry that see the pie like this and they're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get all as much pie as I can and let you get none. And yep. I love people who operate from an abundance mentality because we there's enough out there for everybody. It may look different, yeah. right? But there's enough out there for every single, every single person. I, I yeah. hate that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, dude. yeah. And, and, and that's the thing too. That's why I like, that's one thing we're also really big on is we're super big on uh, education. And so like, I mean, every, mm. every Wednesday I do a new um, video that's um, typically like publishing centric just cause like that's, like my thing. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, every Wednesday, like on our YouTube channel, like we put out a new video and again, like, because the thing about it is like, I mean, even, even before I started, you know, doing this with bounce gang, when I was just helping out other artists that I was working and collaborating with, you know, there was multiple times where a couple of them were just like, you know, cause I walked them through the whole process. I'm like, all right, yep. We got to sign up. You know, you got to make sure you're signed up with your PRO as a publisher. You got to make sure that you have an account with Harry Fox music reports, you know, media net, mm-hmm. sound exchange, like all these other things. And there's like, first of all, I didn't know any of this existed. Second of all, you know, I walk them through the whole process and they're like, oh my gosh, bro, this is just so much. They're like, this is so much. And by the end of the process, they're just like, wow, I'm really glad that I know this, but like, this is a lot. And I don't, <laughs> this is kind of a giant hassle. And so literally like two people like started saying independently of each other they're just like yo man like i would literally pay you to just do this for me and so i'm like i mean like i mean all right like you know like i, yeah. I mean just like you know I'll, I'll be cool and like fair about it but i mean at the end of the day and that and that's what we do especially like with a, with a pub admin you know what i'm saying it's just mm-hmm. like it's really more so it's like we show you exactly like if you want to do this yourself completely like we show you a hundred percent like there's there's no veil there's no curtain you know, that, that mm-hmm. we're hiding behind as a man. It's like, no, nah, like we, we lay it all out there, man. Like we're, you know, you know, if you want to see exactly how we do this and how we register this um, stuff everywhere, like we'll show you like straight up. Like it's not even a, it's and a lot of times it's just like, if you're an independent artist though, it's just like on top of the other, like billions of things you've got to do. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to do this yourself, it's just like, that's, that's, you know, that's a, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? That it's just like, honestly, we're just like, hey, you know what? Like, we can make sure that we can do this for you, help you out, make sure it's done correctly so that all your data is right. correct and stuff. And like, you know what I'm saying? That you'll you'll be setting this one less thing you've got to worry about. So then, you know, a lot of times people just, you know, tell you just enough 
so that you'll just like buy their services and mm. stuff like that. But we're 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 not like that. Like we're very much just right. like you know, no. Like this is exactly how we operate. This is exactly what we do. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to see the like giant spreadsheet that holds like all of, all this data <laughs> that we then convert to this type of file mm-hmm. that we then send everywhere, like cool. You know, it's like it's it's not you know, like we're not like we're we really really want people because at least for me, you know, it's it's your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, shouldn't you want to know like where your money's coming from and how it's being made and like be able to make the most of that? You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, and some people don't like, which I think for me is a little sad and kind of concerns me a little bit because that's how people mm-hmm. can come in and kind of take advantage. Cause you know, I was, I was at a show one time and, um, you know, my friend of mine who was performing the show, I was just asking, I was just like, yo, like, well, you know, like, how many pre-sales did you get you know just like for the show just like out of curiosity and she was just like oh i, I don't know i'm just like <sighs> like like you don't know like this is like this is your money you know what i'm saying i'm just like mm-hmm. you know this is your money for like your show like shouldn't you like want to know that and i mean and the thing yeah and she was like oh yeah well you know like like my you know so so and so person who works for me like they just they handle all of that which is just like i'm like I mean, and I get like handling that is one thing, but just you not knowing anything about how any of that stuff is going on. Like me, I'm just like, I'm just like, oh man, that's like, that's dangerous to me. I I think it's just because again, Mm -hmm. I've I've seen, I've seen how people could come in and take advantage of me. And that's how you see, I mean, you see a lot of times where it's just like, you know, somebody's like suing their manager or somebody like this because they like took money or didn't pay whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and it'll be like, for some of these stars and like the tens to hundreds of millions of dollars. And I'm just like, are those seriously the types of problems that you want to have? Like, is that, is that really worth it to you to just not like, no, have any idea at all, like not have any like clue. And so, I mean, I think, and again, I I think that there's, yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, again, like I always encourage people like, you know, you may not, and I don't think it's wise to handle every single little detail because again, you're just, if, if you're just an artist, like you're just one person, there's only mm-hmm. so much you can do, especially when you're trying to create, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know, still knowing and understanding it's the same way right. that it's just like, even though I have a bookkeeper and a CPA for my accounting, I still at least have a basic idea of how it works because it's just mm-hmm. like, if I see some, you know, funny business on the books, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I'll know, you know what right. I'm saying? Cause I'm like, it's again, like I'm serious about my money. Like I'm not, I'm not leaving that to chance. And I think a lot of times, and, and I get it, it's difficult because, you know, as artists, as creatives, you know, trying to, you know, approach that in a business way can be mm-hmm. like, it can be tough. And then not everybody's brain works that way entirely. So I right. get it. But there, but I would always encourage just any artist who's being independent, man, like definitely at least know, even if you do have a team, just like definitely, you know, it's, it's a business that you run. Like, at the end of the day, if you're the independent artist, those people work for you. So it's like, you know, it, it would be just like, it would be like, um, you know, the owner of a company not having any idea of like how his different departments are doing or like, you know, not keeping an eye on. Oh, but you they know, do. Yeah. Look, you, look, you hear him on the news, they were like, well, I didn't know anything about you know, what they were doing <laughs> over there because, you know, they didn't report that to like, how do you not know what goes on in your own organization? You should be having, I mean, if you're the CEO of the organization, the president of the organization, you should know. 
you may not know the very minute details, but you should have systems yeah. in place that kind of safeguard information and you should have people that kind of are clued into what's going on so that you can at least have some insight into what's going on to, to the day-to-day exactly. operations. That's crazy. Exactly, because at the end of the day, as an independent artist, that's exactly what you are. Is yep. you're you're the you're the CEO of your own business and organization, and I think a lot of times it's like you know, it's tough to, for people to make that transition. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But but if you really want to do this, like for real, for real, you know, you I mean, you gotta you gotta start thinking that way. You know, you gotta you gotta get start getting that that together, or it's or it's gonna you know, you're only gonna get so far. At least in my That's personal right. opinion. That's right, man. Yeah. One of the things I love that y'all do is you do. I don't know if you do them weekly. Uh, but you do chats on Clubhouse and, yeah. you know, everybody gets together from Bounce Gang. And I love the fact that when everybody gets together, you have like to say everybody has the same logo. That's all up there. <laughs> I guess for whatever you're going to be pushing that that week or maybe it's yeah. the Bounce Gang logo that's up there. But you guys seriously are bringing people in and at, and answering their questions straight. I mean, literally straight on. And I've sat in several of them, you know, just listening like, OK, oh, oh I didn't know that about publishing. Okay, people need to think. and I hear people ask a lot of questions, and y'all give them straightforward, right to the point answers to help them out. And I think that's so appreciated because I know a lot of people aren't trying to provide them with information. Because if I provide you with the information and you get it, then I may, you know, be out of a out of a situation where they don't come to me no more, right? And so this goes back to that whole scarcity mindset. But I appreciate the fact that y'all y'all do that uh, for for the music community. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's some. That's something that I always was, um, you know, because we came out of, um, you know, of, of I Standard and and right. that whole, um, that whole crew and organization. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, shout outs to you know Sis and shout outs to Jay Hatch um, out there, just because I mean, like, if it wasn't for them, I mean, that was something that they were always big about. That they mm-hmm. always did. It's like they really, and that's the thing, and that's why I kept coming back to those to their events is because when I Me went too. to their events, like, I literally I learned more from i standard events than i did at my four years <laughs> going to school for music business like yes. straight up you know what i'm yeah, saying I, I mean agree. that's like that's sad in other ways about you know the education system but you know that i think that just <laughs> speaks to, I, I think that speaks to you know mm-hmm. the um you know the the culture that they created and that's something right. that too like we want we want to take that and even and continue that even further you know what i'm saying it's just like mm. i mean at the end of the day like i mean we're it's it's like you know it's it's no longer now with us with what we're trying to do it's no longer like the business people versus the creatives people it's like mm. not like we're it's like I, I feel like almost we're like the creative people that just like snuck into the business snuck world the and business. just like <laughs> right like like open right. the door and we're just like hey guys let's get in here and and uh and, and run this you know what i'm saying so that's i mean that's what i feel like we're trying to do um right. and yeah at the end of the day kind of like what you said man even yeah because we're on clubhouse like yeah we, we open that room like a couple times a week and so okay. um if y'all, if y'all are on clubhouse anybody who's on clubhouse feel free to tap in with us yeah, uh bounce house sure. is, our, is our club um so we're we're always um and even even not even if you just go to our site um you know bouncegang.com which is a b-o-u-n-c-e-g-v-n-g so we have the a and gang as a v um, so if you go to our website, you know, um, feel free to hit us up. Um, we also got a Slack group 
um, that you can join. Uh, there's a link on, on our website that you can join the Slack group as well. And um, yeah, I mean, we're always here to answer questions. We're always here at the end of the day. Like, I mean, we're really, we're really here to help. And I mean, it's, it's not, you know, this isn't mm-hmm. some sort of like hustle or come up type of vibe. It's, it's like, it's literally like, nah, like we, you know, because at the end of the day, it's just like, we're creatives too, man. You know, it's like, we want to, we want to help you. We want to make music with you too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we got, we just put out a whole, you know, we're, you know, we're writers, we're producers, we're artists, man. Like we're always looking for people to, to work with. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, we want to help, you know, you, us, everybody. Like we just want to, yeah. we want to make, we want to make the most out of this music and out of this dope stuff we're creating, man, at the end of the day. So that's right. That's right. Shout out to Bounce Gang. Bounce Gang. <laughs> Bounce Gang. <laughs> yes, right. That's right. So, so man, so for you, what would, what would be your biggest advice for anybody that's trying to get into this whole music world yeah man um i would just say um uh learn um educate yourself and i would say also um be teachable you know um i think that there's a lot of people and a lot of artists that i've worked with who you know they kind of get around their crew or their group of friends and they kind of you know maybe have an idea or something um you know, that one of their homies suggests and stuff like that. And then, you know, I may come to them and just be like, you know, like that might actually not be the best idea because of X, Y, Z, or because of like this experience that I've had. And, you know, I've had some people just basically tell me like, no, (laughs) or that I'm wrong or that I'm like not correct or something. And it's, you know, I, I, I would say, you know, it's just like, all right. I mean, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, there's always somebody who has more experience and who's done this better than you. Um, and same thing with me. I mean, I'm constantly learning. Like I have mentors, not only within my own team, but even, you know, outside of that, who have helped me to get to where I'm at today. And I would just say, man, just, you know, be humble, be teachable and um, mm-hmm. do your research. and learn. Because at the end of the day, it's just like, if you're not, if you're not in a place where you're willing and able to be coached and to grow and to constantly improve upon what you're doing, then in my opinion, you know, it's, you're only going to go so far. So I would say just, you know, um, you know, anybody who's out there, just please just learn it. Oh, and also too, um, another thing I would say is, um, if you get a contract, read that and understand it word for word, what it says and what it means, because, you know, you don't want to get, I think a lot of times it's easy to, um, you know, for something to look good, um, at first, um, especially if, you know, whoever's, you know, pitched you maybe a really good thing, a good idea, but if that contract and that paperwork ain't right, you're about to have a, a really bad time. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I have, I have, I have signed, unfortunately I have signed my fair share of bad contracts and have learned from that. And there, again, there's, there's songs and things that I've done that are never going to see the light of day because of that. Or, mm. or I've had to, you know, it's taken me a long time to get out of a situation that I wasn't happy being in. So um, I would just say, as far as advice, again, just like um, be humble, be teachable, um, do your research, and um, you know, don't sign a contract without understanding completely what all the terms are. <laughs> um, those would be my biggest takeaways. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's a lot. I mean, I'm I'm still learning. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm still learning. I'm still growing, and um, you know, yeah. I mean, I would just say like, you know, there's, 
um, you know, there's there's always something you can learn and do better. Yeah, absolutely. I agree that people need to read those contracts. But it's, what's so crazy is that they put words in there that people are like, mm, I don't know what that means. Yeah, exactly. What's what's perpetuity? What's that? I don't know what that is. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, but but like, and it's, I mean, and it's it's taken a lot of you know Mm -hmm. conversations with lawyers, and I mean, and I'm I'm grateful that you know even when I was in school, like I took a a music business law class, which was actually Mm. very helpful. Um, but um, but that's the thing, like not everybody gets that, and I think I mean they're honestly at the end of the day, like a lot of those things, I would just sit there and Google. I would just like, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's. It sounds like such a simple thing, but people don't really do it a whole lot of times where it's right. just like, oh, I don't know what that is. Well, it's just like, all right, cool. Then you should Google it, man. Google like, it. like straight up. Like it's like I've – I mean when I was starting my food truck, I didn't understand or know how to do any of that. Like I didn't have any experience. I, mm-hmm. I didn't even really have food service experience. And I literally just started with Googling how do I start a food truck and just Google how? from there and figured, right. out, <laughs> figured everything out. But no, literally, and I did that for like yeah. six years. Because like I just did the research and just learn and just I mean like we have the internet like there's not mm. there's not really any question that we can't find the answer to I think a, a lot right. of times it's like I think and I think it's sad because like I, I really think like our education system makes um, they equate school and learning um, which in my personal opinion is not good because like in school or not in school you always got to learn. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, yeah. and get, and, and I'm, that's one thing I'm really grateful for that. Like, um, I think my mom instilled in me when I was really, really young is that she always encouraged me to always be learning, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and even outside of school, like there would just be things like we would always like go to the zoo and like, you know, would tell me like interesting facts about like the tiger, <laughs> you know, but, yeah, but, but at the end of the day, it's just like that, that like, it was cool though, because then it's just like it. I really was like, okay, cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, learning can be cool actually. And, but it's like school, unfortunately, a lot of times makes learning mm-hmm. really not cool. And I think a lot of times people just then get to that yeah. point where they're just like, I don't want to do mean, school or learning or that at all. That's because it's institutionalized learning. Right. And so they only yeah, teach, yeah. They, they don't really teach you how to live life. They don't teach you what really matters for you to be successful. I mean, they're teaching you things maybe from their own opinion, which I found that, mm, and then they're just straight teaching you things out of books that, but if they taught real life things, which is why you said you learned more at iStandard events than you did in school. Why? Because iStandard was bringing together people who had been doing 20 plus years of producing and mixing and mastering. And so they could tell you everything about what it was and all their experiences and how it culminated into where we are today. But no, but the reason why I was yeah. laughing earlier about the whole learning thing with your mom, I think that's a mom trait though. I don't, th- yeah. I, don't I think that's a mom because my kids, whenever we would go to the zoo, their mom would be the one, well, look over here, this butterfly, this tree, this animal, this, and I'm, and I'm looking at her like, hey, does everything gotta be like, get the kids a break, you know? And plus my kids were homeschooled. And so she was oh, their yeah. teacher. So every mm-hmm. opportunity was a teachable, was a teachable moment for them, but my kids are yeah. hella smart though. I, I mean, they there you go. Smart, so I've got nothing to say about, yeah, about I that. Yeah, I think, it's a, I think it's a mom trait though. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely grateful for my mom for that. But yeah, that's that's the thing, yeah. man. It's just like I, you know, don't like. I think a lot of times too, it's like I think we will automatically assume with some of those beliefs, kind of like what we were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. There's just like, oh, that's 
that's too much for me. Like, I can't understand that. I can't, you know what I'm right. saying? I'm just like, right. oh, maybe you could, you know what I'm saying? Have you tried? Like, you know, and it's like, and that's the thing too. It's like some of the stuff that, and that's why I, like, I really like, I love like, um, you know, teaching people about a lot of the stuff that we do just because it's just like, yo, like I try to make it easier because I know that a lot of this stuff can get complicated and confusing. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm just like, nah, let me just try to break it down like this as simply as I can because right. again, it's just like a lot of times people will just like, they'll just hit this point where there's like, I don't know, this is confusing to me and just say like, ah, screw it. I'm out. I'm done. And then it's just like, you know, but it's like, it's unfortunate, man, because it's like, I think there's a lot of, a lot of like learning and growing that people could do that. It's just like, I think they just get, you know, they just get turned off, you know? And then, the, and then a lot of times people just don't want to even try. And, um, and I think that's really, really sad because I think at the end of the day, it's just like, again, like there's, you know, everybody, we're all capable of so much, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, and again, like there's, there's like me, you know, cause again, like I, I built, I just took a, a van and put like a commercial kitchen inside that and, mm-hmm. and roamed around the streets of Nashville, like selling food to people for years. And it's like, I didn't do that because of some, there was something innate, you know, talent with me or anything like that. It was literally just like. I just was like, yo, like, I want to do this. This is really cool. And I just figured out how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I just learned, I put in the work to just look it up, to ask people, right. to talk to people. Like I went up to other food truck owners. I'm like, how did you do this? Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it's like, and that's the thing too, man, I think. And that's, and that's, I guess another thing on, on the advice tip I'll give to people is, um, um, get outside of wherever you're at because if you just stay in your same place with the same people around you and don't mm-hmm. get out there and grow like for me like i that's why i had to go to like you know new york la uh miami atlanta like um all these different places to go to these you know conferences or things mm-hmm. like that to learn and grow because at the end of the day it's just like you know and that's why i ended up moving to nashville from gold shores where i grew up because it's like you know like that you know i i I love you know i love gold shores and stuff but it's like you know what i'm saying like it's like the the industry ain't there and like the people ain't there and even even in nashville it's like there's only so much here too that's like Mm. there's you know there's stuff in people in other areas where it's like you know Mm -hmm. getting out there and seeing because then i saw like okay this is what's actually happening in the in the real world you know it's like it's really easy you know, and I think that's something I see in Nashville a lot. It's like a lot of people can kind of get hype themselves up. You know, they, they might be, they might have a name, a little name for themselves, like in the city to some degree. But it's like, mm-hmm. if you drive like 30 minutes outside of Nashville, does anybody know who you are? Man, you know what I'm like saying? Atlanta. Like, does anybody just like care? Atlanta. Right. You know, and it's just like, <laughs> and that's the thing. It's just like, if not, then it's just like, all right. You know what I'm saying? And it's mm-hmm. just like, that's, you're only going to get, and I think that's, that's the problem too. It's like, I think a lot of times you can kind of get in this group think mentality and it's like having other people. And that's why, again, like I love those I standard events because like I could literally talk and have a conversation with like Scott Storch's lawyer, <laughs> you know, about some questions that I have. And, you know, he put me on game or helped me think about something in a completely different way that it's just like me with my own limited experience. I'm just not going to have so it's just like, you know, but it took me getting outside, you know, that took me, you know, going to an event in LA mm-hmm. and meeting with him and talking, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, right. you know, if, if we don't, you know, and I know it's tough right now, obviously, because, you know, COVID and we're not 
able to you know do those but man listen once 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 this is over once we're past this and we can get back outside again i am going to be all up in like those conferences <laughs> and all that stuff. Like, i'm gonna be listen well, you're gonna me see too. me every single one me so, too. Like, I'm, I'm i'm ready so it's it's been too long me it's, it's too. so weird man I haven't left this city in like 14 months and it's starting to get to me. So <laughs> uh, look, look, I, I've been this. The only place I go from this house is to the store, gas station, mail place back home. That's it. Yeah. I don't go nowhere no, else. Like, literally for me, it's just like, it's my apartment, the studio, the grocery store. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. And then like if I have to I like too, go to the bank or something. I got like. too much stuff to do. I got too much stuff to do to get caught up. It's so yes. it's so crazy. So so before we wrap up, it's so crazy. I gotta tell this this quick story because it, it's it's the realization of what was posted that makes you, a person go, hmm. So I saw a post by this this artist. And this yeah. artist uh, and I had seen posts by this particular artist several times since we you know we've been in, in this COVID state. And this particular artist was always out during during COVID, always out, no mask, no nothing, doing shows in groups of people in mass at clubs, doing concerts, doing all these things. Right. <clears throat> About three weeks ago, I saw a post, an angry post. I can't believe I got COVID because, you know, don't let these people. F I was like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you expect if you are continuously putting yourself in a situation where you could be susceptible to whatever is happening. You can now I'm not saying that everybody who's out at the club or conferences or concerts or whatever is going to get it. But um, you, you you play with fire, you might get burned. That's all I'm saying. And it was just yeah. like, wow. It's, it's the, but but what this particular artist said in the post was was don't let people make you believe that you have to be out here in order to further your career. You need to take care of yourself, which I should have yes. known that I should have been doing, but I was so wound and wound up and caught up in, I gotta move my career forward. So that means I gotta do shows and I got, but people realize they can do online concerts. I have a cousin who's an, who's an artist here in Atlanta, Superstar Six, dope, dope artist, dope producer. He did a whole concert in his crib, had the fog machine, the lights and everything, the mic, I'm like, look at this dude, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's doable. And I sat there and I watched the whole thing and I was like, go cuz that's awesome. And that's fire. he, he killed it, but you got to figure out ways because here's what I'm gonna tell people as we get ready to wrap this up. It's not going to go back to the being the same. It's not, I don't think it's going to go back to being the same anymore. I think we're going to start seeing a hybrid situation and yeah, I don't think it's ever going to be the yeah. same again from this point on. But man, Hayden, man, we've been talking for a while, man. It's been good to sit here and talk to you like like this. I mean, I've seen you at events and things like that, but uh, for us to sit here and kind of just chit chat away and just me to get to know you better as well has has been a, a great blessing to me. So, yeah, so where can people find you? Yeah, no, absolutely, hundred um, percent. So you can find me, follow me uh, at Hayden THC everywhere on all platforms. It's H A Y D E N T H C. Um, you could also, um, I'm always involved up in bounce gang stuff. So, um, you can, um, check us out on our website, uh, bouncegang.com, B-O-U-N-C-E-G-V-N-G.com. Um, so you could hit us up there, but, um, 
yeah, man. And again, like I'm always down if 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 y'all if anybody's got like any publishing questions or anything like that, um, you can literally just like DM me, hit me no. up. Like, I'm a tap. I got. A, I, hey, oh, I got, I got, you, got something. I got something. I got, I got you, man. So, I'm I'm here to help. <laughs> so so last year I was doing uh, these things and I need to restart them up. Called the conversation, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so I did one on music production where I had focus and willpower. And uh, oh, yeah. a, a good friend of mine named Lionel Cohen, who I met at a networking event at ASCAP. Uh, nice. And I did one of those, and then I did one on sync licensing. I want to do one on publishing. That's what, yeah. Yeah, let, let me plan that. Let me plan that out. Bet. Well, yes, yeah, sir. hey, man. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm around, man. If you got any questions or anything like that, or any way I can be assistance of that, man. Um, yeah, bro. Again, thank you so much for having me on, yeah. man. Again, like I, I've like, yes. like we've, we've known each other for a minute and like, I've, you know, uh, we have a lot, a lot of mutual friends, man. So I'm mm-hmm. happy that we were finally able to link and connect and that you were able to, uh, bring me onto your show and your platform, bro. Yes, like, thank you. Thank much, you. Much, much appreciated, man. Much love. Thank you so much, dude. Oh man. I appreciate it. All right, brother. So hold on. Just hold on one second before you go. You got it, bro. All right, ladies and gentlemen, man, that was a great, an amazing conversation with my man Hayden. Uh, you know, make sure you, if you just tune in halfway, make sure you go back and watch the beginning all the way through. But I want to say thank you very much once again for tuning in to Recreate Music at TV and just been a blessing to uh, what we do and for your support. Now, once again, you can always check us out every Monday and every Thursday night. We do live interviews here uh, on our YouTube channel and on our website, of course, WeCreateMusic.tv. You can tune in for our master classes that we do. We just dropped a networking in the music industry one that kind of goes in the ins, the ins and outs, do's and don'ts, and a lot of different things you can learn that you can apply offline as well as online also. But it's been a blessing. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Tell everybody about what We Create Music TV is doing, and I greatly appreciate it. And we are out. Thank you.